everybody. And it's Sunday. And what a nice day today is. Cool, kind of. It's a little uh, humid. Uh, yesterday was not nice, but uh, we went garage sailing, a couple friends and myself. I have not gone garage sailing, like, you know, get a route or whatever type thing in sure. the eons. You know, if there's one, I, I'm free. I'll just slide in, you mm-hmm. know. You know. It's amazing how you go there needing and wanting nothing. <laughs> And how you can fill a truck. Yeah. <laughs> I did it, but uh, I was looking for bikes for my grandkids because they're all getting taller and we just got the short bikes, you know. Okay. So I found a really good deal. It was a normally um, online $300, it was from Dickies, a $300, uh, what they call, is it a mud bike with the fat tires and oh. stuff? I don't know. I don't know bikes at all, but luckily <laughs> yeah. my girlfriend was there and she you know, knows bikes a lot. So I asked her, I said, can you just walk the bike? You don't have to ride it. Can you just walk it and just see if things work? And so, because I don't know what it's supposed to feel like. And so she, to my surprise, she got on it and rode it. <laughs> so I thank you, Ann. <laughs> but anyway, we wound up getting one heck of a good deal. Um, they only wanted 100 but, you know, you always got to dicker a little that's right? the rule yeah yeah so i said how about when you take 80 mm-hmm. and it was worth every ounce of you know 100 yeah she says well let's uh uh split it 90 i said no problem so so yeah my oldest grandkid uh, will is gonna have he's gonna i took a picture of it and sent it to his mom so she could say look until he gets to ride when he comes <laughs> they're coming at the end of july Pretty cool. so that's fun and so how the heck have you if you people don't recognize uh, mike is back yes hello hello so there you go and mike hear him during the weekend several shows yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's divided pretty well but anyway so yeah so it's so fun to have you back uh, it's great to be back i missed go. it oh, love starting here oh thank you thank you so yeah you're ready to and ellie's been doing just a fantastic yeah, job is. i can't believe that she didn't go to school for it yeah, I know. <laughs> you know some people can just hit a beat you just show them yep. and they figure things out sure you know and I, I i kudos those people you know all the things that i put on there's some people that you don't you could just give them a little bit of instruction Mm-hmm. And they run with it, and they're not asking you every two seconds. You know what about this? What about that? What? They just figure things out, you know. And so, and there's and Ellie's one of those. So, it's, and she's in Vegas. So, uh, well, yeah, they're all saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I, but I think she's with her folks, isn't she? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. but there's that's like the third. I think I think Lori was in Vegas. Donna oh, yeah. was in Vegas. Everybody's in Vegas right now. What the so. heck? Did you watch the Kentucky Derby yesterday? I did. Yes, of yep, course. Yep. And so, I'm of the mindset. That if you have uh, what they call dapple grays, you know, in the race, mm-hmm. always bet on them to place at sure. least. Yep. There was three dapple grays. You know, one was really dark. You, you had to really look to see if it was. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and then one of them was the favorite, number five. I can't. Tap it, Trace. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, and so I picked that one because I was watching them line. You know, da 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 da. And well, that didn't work. Out. <laughs> didn't work out well at all. <laughs> Happened to be the one we also uh, was. Uh, oh yeah. Would win and uh, did not happen. Yeah. Yeah. No. And what was what, Marge or Merge? Madge. Or? Yep. Madge. Madge ended up winning fifteen to one. Wow. Yes, I know it. Isn't that something? Then, Have you ever gone to the racetrack up at the harness track up in uh, Ace Running? Yep. Running uh, Aces. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, running aces. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, because we used to go. Oh, this is maybe about three, four years ago. We went every Wednesday. Okay. They had uh, two dollar bill and dollar hot dogs. Two hundred two dollar beer and dollar hot dogs, and so we always went. Can't do that. And so yeah, we had fun. Luckily, but then it was just kind of you know the, uh, back then. Oh, I have to bet in every race. You know, <laughs> now I can go up there, sit and chat and watch sure. the races. I don't have to bet on anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not a pull tab person. I work too hard for my money. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, but that is I, I tell anybody. You want a great experience because you literally can stand at the rail 
you know, to almost reach out and yep. touch the horses. People don't realize how close so you can get on that running aces. So if you've got the time this summer, check out their running aces. Oh, they should advertise my show. But anyway, because it is it's so much fun. And to watch the trotters are, are just is spectacular that the horse can trot that fast and, and get some to go. You know, it's just unbelievable. And uh, well, see, and, and people don't realize if they break into a run, they're automatically out. And so anyway, and the, so the trotters are really something. So if you got time, you know, look into running aces, check out their, I think now uh, it's like $3 beer and dollar hot dog. I think it's on Tuesday night. I can't remember. We're going to have to look into it because it should be, it should be fairly fun. So hopefully you guys uh, got some questions for me uh, today. And there's some, a couple things that we want to talk about now that the weather's getting nicer. You know, people have a tendency that, okay, let's go for a 10 mile walk. And you haven't done even a two mile walk in about three months. <laughs> So what you have to do for yourself and for your dogs, you have to start out slow. You know, start out with a two-mile, mile out, mile back, okay, to get your dogs, you know, going, especially if you've got older dogs. And, folks, those of you, and be honest, you please be honest with this, those of you that have fat dogs, <laughs> please be kind. Everybody thinks, well, if I walk them for that 10 miles, it will lose some weight. No, folks, you know what loses weight is when you don't feed them so much, okay? Back off their chow. Feed half of what you're feeding, and the only treats you're going to give is, uh, like, veggies, all kinds. Get those calories out of there. But please be kind to the fat dogs, folks. If the dog is starting to lag, I mean, the tongue is you know, really hitting the ground, and you know, their head is getting lower, you better stop ASAP so you don't put them in um, sun heat, okay? Heat stroke, I mean, there we go. And so the thing is, is that I know when the weather opens up, everybody wants to just jump out there and you just, folks, you can't. You've got it slow and steady for both yourself and for the for the dogs. The, the, the dogs will do anything we ask of them, no matter how hard they're hurting. And so the thing is, is that you've got to be fair. And so you got to, like I said, just because maybe you've been running the last two weeks, but your dog hasn't really been out, you know, build them up. And then, like I said, with the fat dogs, folks, maybe two blocks out and two blocks back, you know, and do it a couple times a day instead of doing one long one because you don't want to put your dog you know, where all of a sudden they're lagging and they have all the good they're waddling you know they're not striding they're waddling you want to start cutting back on that chow and so that you can start taking them for longer walks in that okay then also with the temperatures coming up okay hot you know the hot tar okay remember if it's 77 degrees for us it's 125 on the pay uh, on the tar Okay, if it's 86 degrees, it's 135, and if it's 97 degrees, it's 143 on the tar. And in the car, 75 degrees outside, 118 inside, and then 81 outside, 138 inside. And if it's 94 outside, it's 145 in the car. So, folks, please start making good decisions if you're bringing the pup with you as we get into the nicer days, Okay. All right. Uh, so if you got a if you got a yeah, question, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay. Okay. Here's the first joke of the day. You ready? I'm ready. I got to get All back right. into there the swing of things. Get swing of things. Swing okay. Of things. okay. Da, 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 da. What do you call a belt made of clocks? Mm. What do you call a belt made of clocks? We'll be back. Hey, we're back. Thanks for staying with the KDK9 Show. I'm here every Sunday from noon to two. I'm your nooner on Sundays. Okay, what do you call a belt made of clocks? Wow, I must be rusty at this because I don't, I have no idea. 
A waste of time. Waste of time. A waste nice. of time. Like there we one. go. I know. I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty cute <laughs> myself. Okay, let's head to the first call. All right, the first call is Gail. Okay. Hi, Gail. How you doing? How are you? And I've listened to you for years. Oh, thank you. I've I appreciate never it. heard this topic brought up, and we don't have to take a lot of time. Okay. We have a, a house that. I, I'm not trying to be weird. Yeah. I'm not. Okay. 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 We go have for spirits it. <laughs> in this house. Okay. And my dog knows the spirits, and she will go downstairs until I can kind of clear it out a little bit. Okay. And it happened two nights ago. She was freaked out, and I, I don't want to go into my, all the spiritual stuff, but it came through the house. Okay. And. The cat and the dog literally dodged me, okay. and they went downstairs. Okay, and they didn't come up for four hours. Oh my! Okay, and I I know that dogs and cats can sense spirituality yep. in that way. Yep, and I've never heard anyone talk about this. I mean, that, I know it's there, right? But they definitely know it's there. Yeah, and they're not happy with it. No, no, <laughs> and they. And so, yeah, but that is. They very... knew it before I knew it. I mean, I knew oh, it was coming, but yep. I, 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 it's very hard to explain a little bit. Yep. But no, I get it. They get it. Yep. Yep. No, and I get it too. Is that no, I, there's definitely another world because there's a lot of people that, you know, like I say, that have seen spirits in their house or whatever appears, spirits have come to them. And anyway, and I've never asked him if they had animals, you know, what the animal's reaction was. But who would be a good one for this is talking to an animal communicator. Okay, there's animal communicators out there. And so that would be something to talk to. And there's just like any industry, there's some <laughs> ones that, yeah, right. And then I there's. I thought I was the animal communicator, just saying. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But see what, what they're good. They're seeing it from the dog side or the cat side of you, you know, type thing. So what they're feeling at the time would be, they'd be interesting to talk to. And the thing is, is that a couple of the ones that I really believe in, they really aren't doing it any longer. They're retired. And so to find somebody, that would be the thing is, and we'll have to ask, I know Dr. Jess would probably know some that are, you know, that are good, that are still, you know, still out there. But that, that's what I would do is I would, I would talk to an animal communicator, you know, about it, to see it from the dog or the cat's side, and, you know, see what they're feeling or, you know, they can see. Right, and so, I cannot be the only person out here that has no, no, animals reacting to spiritual things, especially when I, I, I have them myself, so right. I know they're the here. Yep. But they, I can handle it better. It seems that they can. Right. And they just dodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's never been brought up. Uh, but the thing is, is that I totally believe that it happens. And that's why sometimes when a dog is act- acting strange for no reason, you know, as far as if uh, they're staring at something, it can be a medical thing, or they're, you know, barking at something. What's okay? What are you barking at? Air? That you know? I mean, I really believe that it's in the mix. But I think you also have to be in tune to it, and like you're in tune to it, you know, type thing as far as what's going on. You're not poo pooing it, and so um, right. And she sees things that I don't immediately, but I'll I'll find it out later as it went on. And this, like I said, this happened two nights ago at one in the morning. Okay, and she, I. I I saw the ghost. I I know I'm not a weirdo. Yep, yep. No, no, I'm not, I'm not a weirdo. Okay, yeah, no, no, I no. I go through, mm-hmm. and she like went 
the other direction downstairs didn't hear for four hours. Yep. No, I totally believe it, but it's really interesting. Yeah, it doesn't. That'd be interesting. I'll have to maybe find somebody that would be willing to talk if they've had experience like that because it, I know it does happen. You know, and with humans, humans and spirits and animals and spirits and such like that. And then also a lot of times, you know, well, the humans uh, have their dogs and cats that have passed have come back. You know what I mean? Their spirit has come back that they've, you know, felt or, or saw. Yeah, we've had one that passed away, and but I I don't, that's not it. This is right. a human issue. No, yep, 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 yep. No, I totally believe, but that's, that's a good idea. I'll call to Jess and see about some anim, animal communicators, because those are the ones yeah, that are probably be into it. I can't be the only one. I bet you get a few other calls about people that are going to say, Oh my God! That happened to me. Okay, you just don't even want to kind of admit it because it's like people think you're wackadoodle. Yeah, how many cocktails did you have? <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, so I'll well, put it out there to it. Yeah, with my it, listeners is to if case, yeah, if so. somebody yes, is somebody uh, out there has had the same experience, please send me an email, and so that'd be interesting for a show, you know, to look into because I've never done anything like that. So I appreciate you opening the door. And then we'll oh, go forth. You're sweet. You're okay. Sweet. You're so fun to listen to. Well, and, thank you. But I, if I offer something new to the table. Yep. You um, did. I guess I just did. <laughs> yes, you did. And so, like I said, I'm putting it out there for anybody that's had that kind of experience like you've had. You know what I mean? Please email me and we'll go from there and try to gather. Oh, know, I some bet info. you're going to get a bunch of calls. Great. I bet you. That'll be you, great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Okay. Well, thanks okay. for sharing it. Thank you, dear. You bet. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Like I said, no, I don't poo-poo that at all because I know there is a different dimension and such like that. But anyway, so yeah, so all my listeners out there, if you had an experience with ghosts and your pets, email me. Go to mytalk1071.com and then go to my website in the the letter K, letter T, letter K, number 9.com. That's on there. And then when you click on that, you'll see my email at the top. Don't email it through the station because a lot of times the station will deem it as junk mail and I can't open it. <laughs> so if you go through my website, okay, if you want to email about this, you know, uh, spirits in your house and how your animals are reacting or whatever type thing, yeah, please, please do. It's a, it's a subject because, um, you know, that when I was in high school, I was into like poem reading. Okay. Okay. And then, um, you know, some of that kind of stuff. And it really is, it's different when you, I've never got into tarot cards. Um, you know, I think Alexis, she reads the sticks, I think it is. You know, you drop the sticks a certain hmm. way. And okay. you have to ask her about that. We'll do. So, yeah. Because she hasn't done that for a long time. But anyway, she also does cards too. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, okay. Who's up? Oh, uh, we've got Judy up here, has a question about a uh, dog uh, not eating. Not eating. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Judy, how you doing? Good, good. good. What kind of pupper um, do you got? I've, I've got a... Can you hear me okay? You bet. Okay. I've got a, a three-year-old Shih Tzu, and um, he does not really like dog food. He'll okay. eat anything that we're eating, but he does not like dog food. Good for him. He tries. <laughs> What's that? That's good. You know, he's a smart dog. <laughs> Except for I don't always have time to cook for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, because some dogs, dogs eat according to smell, okay? And, unfortunately, yeah. with smaller dogs, you know, some people buy too big a dog bag, and then it starts, if you, whatever bag, size bag of dog food that you, you buy, the dry kibble, okay. it should be fed out within two weeks. After that, no matter how it's stored, it's starting to go rancid, and so the dogs can smell that, okay? And the thing is, right. is also the human food has a lot higher smellability. It's like, whoa, cool, oh, cool. So they're more enticed by the human food is what they are. Right. And so that's why, like I say, you can, um, uh, like a lot of people, what they do is they'll take like a, a Sunday a week or a Sunday a month or something, and they'll just cook for the dog for the whole month. 
and then they freeze it in the allotments, you know, type thing, that what oh, yeah. each getter is. And so it's not so much putsy work, all right? And okay. now you do you uh, classify your dog overweight, underweight, perfect what? He is he's a little bit overweight. He's twenty two pounds and he's a shih tzu okay. with a little tiny bit of pug mix. Okay, okay. And so that's why, like, because um, what we want to do is we want to get weight off of him. We don't want to put weight on him, all right? Right. So that's why. Right. So apparently he's not starving. <laughs> no, I don't think he's starving, but I'll put food out for him. And he, if I put dog food out for him, it, it can sometimes go for two days. He won't eat it. I try to put it out when he's ready to eat mm-hmm. so that he eats it right away. But he just, I don't want that. Okay, back up when you said when he's ready to eat. When he's ready to eat, like like when he, I think he's hungry, I try to do it at the same time of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I do it when we're not eating, it's more likely that he's going to eat it. Okay. Uh, if we're eating, he just wants what we're eating. Right. And um, my guess is somebody cheats and gives him something, and so there there it goes. So now, the oh, thing yeah. that, uh, you know, you could have two, some people feed once a day, some people feed twice a day. But you want to have right. a set feeding time on your schedule, not your dog's schedule. You put the food down, okay. and you give him the opportunity. If he walks away, you give him about 10 minutes, okay? If he doesn't eat it, then you cover the food so it doesn't start going stale and rancid. And now he gets nothing, nothing to eat the rest of the day until dinner comes okay? okay because with little dogs they don't stomachs are pretty small and if you give them a little treat right. here and a little treat there they're full so why would they be right. interested in their own food all right there are some dogs yeah. that will eat anything that ain't nailed down no matter how full they are <laughs> same as some right. people i know but anyway and so that's why what you've got to do is give the set feeding times and with smaller dogs like i say they just uh, what what food are you feeding right what i fo- feed them nutri- i feed them the nutrisource and i've tried the grain free and the chicken and rice, and the beef and rice, and the trout and rice. Okay. And, did you try the? All, did you try the that? small bites? The small small bites. Yeah. No, uh-uh. Yeah, because small bites are real small, obviously. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. and so like I say, he may not like the texture of the whole kernel. You know, the big because dogs don't chew their food per se. They slam it. That's the way they're bent, oh, okay. bent to eat. And so the thing is, is that um, what you might want to do is you take and rehydrate that food. Put what you're going to feed in the water. You know, don't overfeed them now. Do you know how many, uh, all day, how many cups of dry food do you try to feed them? Um, when I feed them, I, I try to, when I've measured it out, because then I try to feed them about the same amount. Yep. I feed them about a half cup for the whole day. Okay, for the whole day, not each feeding. So, for so, the whole day. No, I only feed them once a day. Okay. Okay. So I would bump that down a little bit and then okay. put that in with your, the bowl and then put hot tap water until it floats really nice. Put it aside. Uh-huh. Come back in about a half hour, check, and then if all the water's gone, feel the nuggets. And if it's pretty soft, then put your supplements in and, and mix it up and give it, or add more water if it's not put in or soft. So try that, because that will bring the smells of the food out a lot more, too. Also, you know, the uh, Nutrisource has that kom- kombucha, you know, it's bone kombucha. broth. I've been putting that on top of his food, too. And okay. Be- it doesn't seem to make too much difference, but okay. he likes it. Okay. He'll eat it. Right, but see, now what you're going to do is you're going to rehydrate. You're going to put that hot, little bit of hot water and then put some kombucha right. on, too. Or, uh, no, I think okay. I'd wait for it to rehydrate and then put a little bit of the kapucha on and so the, the whole thing is is that um by it dog like there again dogs eat according to smellability and so the, okay. the people food always smells a heck of a lot better than the dog food right you know but right. if you want oh, to if you want to share yeah if, if you if you if want I'm to sh- cooking for him and i'm making um our table food for him mm-hmm. is, is he missing out on nutrients that's the only thing i'm worried about right the biggest thing that people don't add enough into dogs is calcium 
okay? Bone. Okay. And so that's what most dogs, um, you know, so if you go to primalpooch.com, primalpooch.com, she will get, get you to understand and how to bake or cook and or do raw or whatever. Okay. She'll help you out with that. You can also Google or, you know, uh, not Google, go to uh DogsNaturallyMagazine.com and put in there how much calcium is add, needed to be added per pound of dog okay. if I cook. Okay. okay. And so that's the thing is that just get empower yourself. Because to be honest right. with you, you know, um, all my dogs, they got, you know, kibble a couple of days a week. They got raw a couple of days a week. They got dehydrated a couple of days a week. I cooked a couple of times, you know, here and there. So the more yeah. rotation you can have in the dog's diet. But like I said, the bigger thing is that you've got to cut fat because if he's overweight, that's damnation to him. All right. Right. And so that's why, okay, you're giving him a half. You're going to go down to maybe an eighth in the morning or eighth at night or whatever type thing. Cut that down and be honest. Truly measure it. Use a smaller bowl. Use a smaller bowl. So because if you don't have much in a bowl, oh, that's not enough. And so then you add to it. Okay. And then, like I say, if if you're cooking an egg and want to give him an egg, that's fine. But then maybe he doesn't get breakfast that morning. Okay, right. and so that's what right. you have to do is like roll the punches, so because we got to get that weight off, because that's really detrimental to them. Okay? Right. okay, okay, okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a great one. Take care. Washington's nose on Mount Rushmore in South Dakota, USA, is longer than the average school bus. True or false? We'll be back. Appreciate it. Okay, Washington's nose. On Mount Rushmore in South Dakota, USA, like, is there any other South Dakota? <laughs> but anyway, is longer than the average school bus, true or false? I was underwhelmed when I saw Mount Rushmore from a size standpoint, so I'm going to say false. Yep. I think it's smaller. It is. It's, yeah. Uh, school bus averages 30 feet. Okay. And and his nose is 20 feet. Got it. Okay. There you go. I had a, a 1973 T-Bird that was 20 feet long. Mm. Yeah. I have never been there. Now, did you say you were underwhelmed? Yeah, I actually, yeah, it was a little smaller than I think in most people's minds that it is. Oh, really? Like, it's more of just kind of in the side of this mountain. Okay. It's not the whole mountain. Like, it's often, like, depicted. Okay. And uh, and then we went to Crazy Horse after that. I know that's unfinished. Yep. But it just seemed so much bigger oh, and really? overwhelming. Because you're a little further away. Okay. And it is, like, getting put into the side of the mountain, or it was, and now it's been put Are on they hold. working on the horse at all? Uh, no. Last I heard, I think it's kind of done. Really? Really? Right now, the person who was funding it uh, passed away, and they just haven't. Yeah, there's lots of funding issues with that, is a way I believe it's. That's the way it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah of oh, course. Well. Yeah, because I never, you know, me, I. Don't, don't have okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I love it out there. It's I, one of my favorite places. I have a hard, I, you know, I, I, my big, big outing of the week is coming here to the station. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I usually just go between Hugo and the Forest Lake <laughs> and, and White Bear. There That's you go. It. But now, yesterday I got out to Ham Lake okay. in Columbus for you know doing some mm-hmm. you know garage sailing. So I was I got on my box there. So anyway, okay, who's up? We got uh, Ginny with a question about uh, getting rid of uh, urine smell with cats. Oh, that's an easy one. Hey, Ginny, how you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm doing fine. Um, I know you've told us many times because I listen to you well, thank every you. weekend. Well, thank you. Um, what is the product? The best. You- Bus- say yep. we'll get rid of cat smell. The urine. best stuff on the market is called anti-icky poo. Anti-icky Ant- poo? Anti-icky, I-C-K-Y poo. Anti-A-N-T-I, icky, I-C-K-Y, 
and then poo, P-O-O. <laughs> Anti- I got it. That's perfect. Yep, that's the only thing uh, I, I, people that have listened to this, story, have this show knows a story that I had um, at one time, well, I can't, it's like 32. <laughs> and anyway, so we had some males that were spraying all over the place, and I, mean, I tried everything, and nothing worked. And, you know, you walk in the barn, it just stunk, you know, terrible and whatever. And anyway, and somebody mentioned anti-icky poo, and so I did it, and I was like, unbelievable. Well, anyway, and then a guy came to my class, and he, um, what do they call that? flip houses and he got a chance to get this really good house but it was a, like a cat hoarder he says he really that anti-icky poo would really work i said hey give it a shot and so he did it to one room couldn't believe it and so yeah so he he wound up getting the house for dirt cheap went through lots of gallons of anti-icky poo but by jimmy it was the only thing that really took out the smell of cat urine because that is pretty doggone powerful great okay well, I'm going to give it a try. Okay, what do you got? What is they? Somebody marking or what's going on? Well, I my little my little cat. I think she's suffering from depression. Okay. Um, my husband just died, and I think she's just getting outside of her box. Okay. And um, I tried cleaning up, and it, her box is sitting on plastic. Okay. And but it must be going because it's in the carpeting. So I Mm. moved everything around and um, try, you know, and I sprayed it with different things. But I thought nothing is really taking it away. So okay, but now I'm going to give this a try before I rip up the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry about the loss of your husband. Now, now you know they were best buddies. Okay, and how long has he been gone? What? How long has he been gone? He died in November. Okay. Okay. And, and so- she's become very needy to me. Okay. And and um, how old is she? Like she sleeps with me now. Okay. How's, how old is she? She wakes me up and she wants me to go with her and sit on his bed. Okay. And just, and uh, she, right now she's not eating, but um, she's, I think she's just suffering depression, just like I am. Yeah, but no, the, you know, it, it doesn't usually linger. If it was, you know, if it was a month away, I could see that. But the, now the thing is, okay, let's go back. How old is the cat? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. And then, what's her coat like? Is it in good Perfect. condition? Okay. And then, how in the litter box? What she using? What What do you use like a clomping uh, uh, or a smelling? Uh, um, you know, no, I, I don't think it has any odor to it, but it is a clump. It makes clumps. Okay. And so then, um, have you tried... Now, is this something that's new or started after your husband's death or recently? Nope. Nope. Okay. It's what? all the same. Okay. So, um, but I mean, it's far... But she's not the same. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, now, do you try, like, um, like having to chase a feather, uh, do a laser light, kind of try to get her to engage? No, I haven't ever tried a laser light with her. Okay. And she doesn't really like to play that much. Um, she she used to, but she just, you know, I think maybe because she's 15. Yep. But she wants to be with me. Okay. You know, she follows around and she just goes, eh, eh, 
Okay. Okay. Well, she's talking to you. Yeah, that's good. But that's what I would try to do is try to get her to engage. Okay. She doesn't have to do bat flips inside. I would try. I would try the laser light for just a little bit. Remember, never just turn the light off. I always have it go behind something or around something. Okay, and then get a feather. Lord knows everything's molting right now. But or even like if you get a peacock feather at a local pet store, you know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, just something that will kind of intrigue her. You know, and don't do it fast. Just take your time, and so that get her moving and get her onto something else and kind of mentally work her okay i don't know if you where you live but if you have access to having maybe a bird feeder outside the window and yes the, we do have it and she's got two that she watches and nice she's she has uh, she has windows where the squirrels walk right oh. by the windows. Oh, you know, nice. Okay. Well, her. Good. That's mental. But now, like I said, I'd like to see some interaction with you and her. And yeah. that's why with the laser light or a peacock feather or some kind of feather, um, uh, you can contact Teddy Farm and say, you got any feathers laying around? <laughs> because we all do. <laughs> but, I, I know. I found a beautiful one yesterday when I was walking to the mailbox, an orange and black. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And it was short, pretty okay. short. <laughs> yeah, but if you just tie that like on a string or something, yeah. you know, and and move it, that works really good. Uh, mm-hmm. You could take um, the, the it's called just Ducky at Ducky World. They have a banana that has catnip in it. Okay, and okay. it's it's and I do not know of a cat that will not play with that banana. It do, they got other things, but get the banana because a lot of them, what they want to do is lay down and then cook their front paws and then kick it with their back paws. Sure. And so that gives them some mental stimulation and some, you know, helps them out. But even cats that don't like catnip love playing with the banana. Yeah, so I like catnip. So. Okay. I would try that, but that is from just Ducky or Ducky World. I can't remember. You could try your yeah, local pet stores like Pet, uh, Ducky or Ducky yeah, World. like it's like Atlas yeah, Pet Supply, Pet Evolution. Yeah, because I would just try to go for a little bit more mental stimulation. They do have, um, it's like a swivel. I've got one. It, it's it's like a wand, and it's got uh, like a, a piece of uh, fuzz or whatever at the end of it, and and and, and it, you just kind of you know make emotion with it, and and cats love to put. And I, why can't I think of it? Um, even some people. What I used to do with Cassandra, you know the the Zepco uh, fishing rods, real mm-hmm. okay. For well, I would put a weight on it and I would tie a feather to it, and so what would happen is Cassandra practices practiced her her casting and was keeping the cats entertained at the time same time because you could just sit still and cast it and then wind it up you know cast it again and wind it up and so she had a lot of yeah it was just it was so fun that she got like i said here she turns out to be one heck of a fisher person and one heck of a caster because of all that casting for the cats (laughs) but so yeah try to mentally don't go depressed you know when people say their animal is depressed it's like okay what are you doing just like if you get depressed you're gonna have your day still you know what i mean it is this is you know you have a new there's a new new a new normal right and so the thing is is that yeah you're gonna have days but then like somebody will say you know well let's go out to eat and then that kind of perks you up and gives you a new for a couple days you got you know wind in your sails okay yeah and so that's what you want to do you want to do for the cat is try to find little things that intrigue the cat to kind of bring her out of her shell instead of just following you around and talking to you and sitting and waiting hurry up sit down i need your lap okay (laughs) 
And so that's, so what that's you, exactly what we do. Yep, yep. So like let's say try to do some fun things that you both have a good time with that you don't have to be, you know, running around with a cat. Nobody that you can be stationary if you want, you know, but still let her her have some fun. And she may do it for maybe, you know, three minutes and quit. Oh well, mm-hmm. that was three months, the minutes that you um, that you stimulated her, and right. you, what will happen is that maybe she'll start going for a little bit longer and be willing to play longer, and now you're both kind of having fun, and so now you're sounds like a good idea, Katie. Good, good. I'm glad. Okay, well, good luck with the urine smell, and keep me posted on how the laser light and having some fun with the cat goes. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Katie. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. There you go. Because that happens way too often is, is when you lose a pet. And Lord, this year I've had my, my fair share. And uh, you, there's a new norm. And anyway, but the thing is, is that you're going to have your bad days. But then, um, you know, like if you have other animals in the, in, the, uh, in the pack, yes, animals feel grief to a certain degree. But we perpetuate it by us feeling sad. And then the animals that are left behind are worried about us sure. because we're admitting that we're sad. Mm-hmm. And so then that, now we've been human goes, well, my dog is sad. Well, he's sad because you're sad. Yeah. Okay, he's moved forward. They don't hold on to things. Humans do. And so that's why it's really important, you know, to, you know, move yourself forward and just play little games and do little th- and things. And all of a sudden you find yourself being a little bit better. You're still going to have your moments. That just is when we own pets, that's what happens. When we lose them, we're, we're on our knees. And so the whole thing is, is that it just be when the cat is, seems kind of sad or the dog seems kind of sad, you be the wind in their sails. Whereas you try to do something to get them to perk up because they try to do that for us too. So anyway, okay, we're going to, let's go. Uh, what other? Uh, okay. Uh, what did the second hand on the clock say to the hour hand? What did the second hand say to on the clock say to the hour hand? We'll be back. All right. What did the second hand on the clock say to the hour hand? I think I got this one. Yes. I'll be back in a minute. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. There you go. There we go. Good job. Sometimes I like they're very one. straightforward. Yes. 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 There, you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see where we're we at. Okay. We've got Ellen on the line. She's got a question about flea and tick protection with barn cats. Ooh, there we go. Okay. Hey, Ellen. Hey, Katie. So my daughter's got a barn. Yep. With a horse and a donkey and a couple cats. Cool. And she's concerned about flea and tick prevention in the cats because she knows that there's that there's ticks around, possibly fleas around. Yep. And we wanted your advice on what is a good thing to use for that. Wow. The best thing to do. Now, are these barn cats approachable? I mean, can you touch them? We yes, we we can touch them, but they they were definitely feral to start, and yeah. they are. Um, they're very skittish with new people. Okay, okay. So we, we're, we're able to Okay, touch that's them. the main name of the game. Then what I would do is I would use food-grade diatomaceous earth. Okay. You can get it online, and um, it's very reasonable, very cheap, but you got to get the food-grade. Put it uh-huh. in a baby sock, a cotton baby sock, not a nylon, a cotton one, and then mm-hmm. zip-tie it shut. shut. Okay, and then what you're gonna do is get pat the shoulder, uh, the the back of the neck and shoulder of the cat, pat okay. the chest, and pat where the tail and the butt come together, and you could do okay. that like every other week. Okay, and what that does is that if any flea, tick, or or crustacean 
goes through their coat, it scrapes the shell of that flea tick, whatever, and they uh, okay. and then it di- they nor- they automatically they uh, dehydrate and die is what they do. Oh. So, so that would okay. be the the better thing because now if the cats lick it, now they're mm-hmm. um, they are because it's food grade diatomaceous earth. It's great for deworming them also. Okay. Oh. And so, all right. Yep. Great. So that's Thank you so much. yeah. So the the that's what I would do because you know you know I'm not a chemical person and that's quick and easy. Yeah. The cats don't freak out or anything like that. So it's just a pet. Mm-hmm. Now don't don't make a black cat white with the stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Just, no, it's just we won't a, do that. It's just a quick okay. pat back of the neck and shoulder blades, right where the tail and the butt come together on top, and then on the chest. Okay. okay? And so they, if right. you do it like you know if you want to do it once a week that's fine, but you know every two weeks or so is fine also. Okay. Okay, great. Okay. That sounds nice, Thank you so much. You bet. Good luck. Bye-bye. Yep. I was going to talk about natural flea and tick. And the reason is because it's coming up. Now people are starting to see ticks and everybody's starting to panic. And it's like, people, settle down for Pete's sakes. All right. The big thing is, is that, you know, I don't put any chemicals in or on my dogs. And all the vets will get, sell you all this, either the stuff that you, they swallow or they the stuff that, you know, spot-ons, you know, the crap that you put up between those, uh, the uh, shoulder blades. And so, folks, read, read, read the labels. Look at the side effects. And if you're willing that that happens to your dog that you're or cat, if you're okay, then go for it. I'm not willing to do that to my dog. I'm not going to go, oh, my God. I, I was warned it could happen. Everybody thinks it's not going to happen to them. Can't tell you last week, last year, I had a couple of people stop me and say they tried the internal stuff. I'm not going to name names. But anyway, and uh, they lost a cat. The cat went in seizure in about 48 hours was oh. dead. And so the thing is, is that that's a possibility, especially and if your dog or cat is, is suffering of any kind of um, allergies, autoimmune, um, any kind of their, their system is in the toilet. You should never, ever. I, I'm not a vet. But this is just common sense. Don't use any chemicals on or in them. Their body is having a hard time working things out as it is. And then you're going to throw chemicals at them. So the thing is, is that if you go to my website, go to mytalk1071.com, and my website there, uh, the Katie Kana website, click on that, go to radio show topics, and then scroll down. And about halfway down, I've got many ways of how to do repel fleas and ticks naturally. Uh, there's the amber tick collar. There's what we just talked about, uh, diatomaceous earth. There's a bandana where you could either put a drop of lemongrass oil or a drop of eucalyptus oil. Personally, I like the lemongrass, but, but anyway, one drop, one small drop on a bandana. Put it in a Ziploc bag and about an, uh, when you're ready to go out and about, put it on the dog. When you come home, leave it on for about an hour, take it off, put it back into the Ziploc bag. But like I said, there's just so many. You can make a, a D-limousine sp- uh, spritzer by um, putting cutting up some lemons and, and put them in some water. And then what you're going to do is steep them and let them sit, kind of sit there for a couple hours. And then uh, uh, use cheesecloth and put it into a spray bottle. And what that does, then keep it in the refrigerator what you don't use. And what that does when you spritz your pets with it, it, it has D-limousine, which is a natural flea and tick repeller. And so, and then bug off. You can get bug off from springtimeinc.com. And I use it for the horse, and I use it for, well, I don't have a dog. But anyway, um, uh, and then what it does is it repels the fleas, or the flies, like you wouldn't believe. I myself eat a lot of garlic. And so I, now I've stopped to the point where as you don't smell me coming. <laughs> but, but when, like last year, a couple of years, you know, when you're around the campfire, a lot of people are, you know, smacking themselves. And I'm not, nobody's touching me. So bug, uh, bug off garlic, you know, is at springtimeinc.com. 
you know, will work wonders. And some dogs won't eat it, but you start out like with a pinch. You remember dogs eat according to smellability. So it's not a pinch. Same with like I'm using it for the horse. You start out with a pinch. And you want to start using it now because it's got to get into the system. It takes about 30 days to get into the system. And then before you know, like I say, it kind of, you're making a restaurant that the fleas and the ticks and the flies and the mosquitoes don't like to snack at. And so, yeah, they, not, nothing's going to take care of everything. You know, I, and I tell people, you know, if a flea or a tick really sends you into orbit, then maybe you need a goldfish because that's just part of, like, you know, if humans. If you, if you love to go into nature, that's just part of being in nature, you know, and you're willing to pick that tick or whatever. To me, it's like, come here, sucker. <laughs> I'm going to take care of you right now. <laughs> But anyway, and then, like I say, if your dog does get a tick and it does, you know, where it's a bit or even like you, you, you get bit. OK, remember that what happened is they bit you and they and like put some of their saliva into you or the dog. So when you take it off, you're going to get a bump. You're going to get a scab. There's an old wives tale of, oh, you can't leave the head in. Folks, don't worry. All is fine because you're still going to get a welt or a bump. But nine times out of ten, the head does come anyway. But it depends on how many layers, how deep, you know, the, the tick bit you on, you know, whatever. So I just automatically, when I get a tick bite or, or the whole dog, pick one off the dog, I put like a cotton, I get a cotton swab and I put um, uh, peroxide, 3% peroxide on it. And then I dab it on there, you know, for a couple days. And that just kind of helps the infection or whatever kind of reaction is going to happen, get it over with fast. But like I say, so many people hit the panic buttons and they want to put all these chemicals on. And I know if you go up north and they're saying that this is going to be a bad mosquito year because of the floods and stuff like that. I didn't know these stupid eggs of these stupid mosquitoes could lay dormant for seven years. Oh, wow. Seven years. I'm like, are you kidding me? I was hoping that because of the drought was technically kind of three years, mm-hmm. that maybe we lost a whole lot of them things. <laughs> <laughs> and here they can lay that. Oh, those eggs couldn't lay for that length of time. And it's like, holy moly. Thanks. So the thing is, is like, like you know, in Hugo, we got Rolanda 10,000 swamps, quadrillion mosquitoes. When the mosquitoes come out, I'm inside. I'm not sitting out there putting all this chemical on me so that, I, but see, usually we have a bewitching hour. Usually the bewitching hour is like quarter to 10, 10 to about 11, quarter after. And as long as you don't walk through the grass, okay, then we can usually sit out there by the fire and all is, you know, all is well. But if somebody starts running through the grass and stirs them up, then mm. it's a whole different ball game. But anyway, so it's just like warn to work with them instead of just trying to toxify yourself and your animals. Because like I say, what, no, I can't do that because I don't use any... Uh, mosquito spray or anything like that. Even plain old Listerine. Good old Listerine. You put that in a spray bottle and spritz yourself with it. Believe it or not, that even repels. And so, it's, But don't put it on your animals because that has alcohol in it. And if they lick it, that's not good. Okay, where are we at? How much? Uh, yeah, I think let's uh, hold off okay. here. Um, I will just give you a little preview. Coming up after the uh, top of the hour, we'll be talking with Christy. She's got a, a four-year-old golden that has been barking at the neighbors and goes a little wild when uh, when sees the neighbors. So Ooh. we'll get into that uh, to the top of the hour. Okay. And another, remember the Amber Tick collar, ambertick.com for that uh, collar that helps. Uh, it's a fossilized resin that creates, uh, like I say, the uh, the heat from the body is an aroma that repels. And anyway, so then you diatomaceous earth, 
Um, and let's see. Yeah. If you go to Alzo, A-L-Z-O-O dot com, they have a lot of natural ways. Wonderside is not bad. Uh, if you want, there again, in the Wonderside side, I like the lemongrass that they have, sprays that they have. But anyway, so there's so many natural ways out there. Go, guys, just try it. Those of you that have been stuck for maybe many, many years doing all these chemicals, let's just try no chemicals. And be, then hopefully you get more life out of your dog and your cat because you're not toxifying them, okay? And what's happening is that by doing it, the same thing, just like what they're finding in heartworms, is people that give it 24, or, you know, uh, 12 months out of the year, some dogs are having a resistance to it, so it's not even working. And then what they do is then they got to build a stronger med because you just built a stronger bug, you know? So it's, it's craziness is what it is. Okay, so we give you something to think about here over the, um, over the break, just a minute here. There we go. What did the elephant do when she hurt her toe? What did the elephant do when she hurt her toe? We'll be back.